everybody, and welcome to another episode of Middle of the Road, the podcast. This is the first episode we are recording in 2019 due to my illnesses and uh, life choices. Um, we still have a couple. But this is our second. Oh, yeah, that's true. And we're recording in 2020. Oh, yep. Um, <laughs> correction on all those things. Uh, the first episode. We so did... are we re- are we restarting this podcast? No, are we no. Okay, gotcha. um, the 2020, first 2020 episode we did was about 2019, hence the confusion. It was a time capsule episode. That's a review of Away We Go as our last 2019 flashback and the last new release we did star wars rise of skywalker will all be coming out shortly or would have came out hopefully pretty recently before this but um we're starting 2020 off with a flashback to 2010 so 10 years back uh it is a pick of mine i craftily slipped this in here because I wanted to get a rewatch of this before I finish up my decade's best list of movies from the last um, 10 years because this is a movie that is going to be considered very high up there and that is David Fincher's The Social Network. Before we get into it I think Lauren has the only one who saw this film previously and was the one who wanted to watch it the least of us. We're just putting that out there ahead of game. I will also and put it out there, though. The first time I saw it, I was checking my IMDb, and I gave it a 9 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> She's gotten grumpy over the last 10 no, years. No, I just don't like movie, watching movies about dicks. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I can recognize that it's a good movie, but yeah. I didn't want to watch it again. Got it. Got it. Great. Good. I'm glad you have that perspective. <laughs> uh, I told, and I saw that Ben gave it a... Uh, favorable review um i texted him that i was glad that he did that because if all four three of you would have hated this movie i might have canceled the podcast forever um and i responded to zach saying well i can understand why lauren would not want to watch this movie with given her (laughs) hatred of unlikable protagonists (laughs) this is a i don't was it i don't know if it was considered an adaptation or what i think it was Uh, technically it's isn't it Based on a book? Yeah, something like the something millionaires. I the accidental billionaires, I believe. Millionaires, billionaires. Or ac- the accidental millionaires. It was adapted by Aaron Sorkin. Uh, there was a lot of hype going into this movie when it came out. Fincher, what was Fincher coming off of? Was this his first movie since Panic Room? No. no oh, it was his Zodiac follow-up, I believe, um, which bombed and went on to become. One of the top five movies of that decade. Another movie I'm fine with never watching again, but it was good. <laughs> <laughs> Those Fincher movies tend to grow on you. And this movie is firmly going to be in my top 10 movies of the last 10 years. And uh, I, there's a story I've told on this podcast, I think, before about how I turned this movie on uh, once to try to get sleepy. I turned something cozy on. I kind of fall asleep. It was like one o'clock on a Sunday. And the movie is just so damn good and engrossing and fast-paced and just pulls you in with its brilliant editing and dialogue and performances. I was awake at 3.30 in the morning because I watched the whole damn thing. Uh, Luckily, I watched this with Amy in the afternoon or morning, I believe, yesterday. So I did not lose any sleep over it. But I was riveted the whole time. 
phone never even thought about looking at it this movie is a masterpiece and and somehow is not even david venture's best movie um i think i'm giving that title to the zodiac but or it's just zodiac it's cleaner that way but yeah i'll let you guys share your thoughts uh i think lauren do you want to expound any further or um i guess first things first natalie portman is um she does matter Uh, (laughs) but yes she is very important um like i will say i think everyone does a great job with this movie like just what you said about all the editing and i love uh trent reznor does this one and it's like i liked his score although i feel like the movie doesn't have much music relating to that or maybe i just don't notice it anymore but it's like i definitely hear his music at the beginning and then it's like i don't notice it but um that was great all the actors and actresses Ugh. it's like i wanted more from all the actresses because i love uh rooney mara i love dakota, dakota johnson. johnson i forgot she was in this and so great I, yeah, she gets the, I they both get one scene each and they just kill it no rooney mara had a couple yeah uh, but she had that yeah, big I mean, yeah. scene it yeah, was great she has one of my favorite either. lines in that scene my other favorite <laughs> line was fish eat fish or whatever it was but um <laughs> fish eat fish yeah uh what's her name uh, from Brenda Song. Oh, Rashida Jones. Yes, I love her. Oh yeah. Also happy to see her in this movie. Andrew Garfield, love him. He does great. <laughs> and then, but I will say, it's like Jesse Eisenberg does a really great job with this movie. But it's the movie that made me hate him. Like I can't watch him in things anymore <laughs> because Except of his performance. Land. Well, I I think I saw Zombieland before I watched this, and I don't know if I've watched it again. It recently, anyway. It's like, it's hard oh, for wow. me to watch him. It's like, even this is like a perfect performance to then go to do Lex Luthor. But even that, I was like, I don't want him to be Lex Luthor. I don't like him anymore. I'm going to come around because I know he has a bunch of movies that I do want to see. It's just hard for me now because it's like, this is who I see now him as. Well, I mean, that's that's kind of a testament to how good he is, right? Yeah. It's both a gift and a curse. <laughs> he, he sheds the fast-talking... Uh, in an underseen gem, the art of self-defense from last year. Yeah, that's one of them on my list. Just for there's a uh, dog violence in that movie. Just no. <laughs> um, Sorry, there's also Lauren. Some, there's some good dog stuff in there too. Uh, Is it like Watchmen level dog violence? No, 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 no. Uh, movie I think and all, or it, TV show. I don't think you actually see any of the dog violence, but there is that's some unfortunate good. dog um, stuff. <laughs> The dogs went out in the end. How about that? Ben or John? Go. I hadn't seen this before. Uh, Why hadn't you watched it before? You know, I don't really know. It just, it never, like, it never, like, really caught me. It's like, oh, I need to go see this. Like, people would say, it's good, you should see it. But I'd always, like, sit down to watch it and then be like, yeah, but I want to watch, you know, Mortal Kombat again or <laughs> oh something. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean that theme. Have you ever seen a bad David Fincher movie? No, that should be the test. Well, that's true. But also, (laughs) speaking of like amazing like themes, I didn't notice like till the third time that that little piano bit played. That was like, oh, that's what Zach uses for the podcast. 
Oh. <laughs> cool. Oh, that's where I've heard it before. Yeah, I am not a smart man. But, uh. I literally Googled hand-covered <laughs> brews and was like, drastically searching for 30 minutes being like, where have I heard this fucking theme before? Why didn't you just ask? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I didn't. Cool. Well, usually, when I get asking, get ridiculed for like, uh, "Google's a thing." Yeah. So now, now I don't feel. Industrial. Well, in all fairness, you often ask us very easily Google questions. <laughs> the the toughest Google he's ever had. He didn't ask for. Yeah. Help. Really, this is this is on us, guys. The one this thing is, that this you isn't should on Google. This is on us. Um, <laughs> I want it on the record. I want it in the podcast. <laughs> Stay in the episode. But uh. I like yeah, like you guys said, Eisenberg is phenomenal. Like it's one of those, like and now I could see why people want him to be Lex Luthor, but also where the fuck was this for Lex Luthor? Like, where was any of that? But all right, um, one was better written than the other, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but even the way like he portrayed that character was so, I don't know, it just great. Oh, I know, it was so great. I loved it. Shut up, Zach. Um... <laughs> Anyway, I was telling Zach, the only the only thing better than one army hammer is two army hammers, so I was really happy to see two of him. Oh my god, I love them in this movie. Them in this movie. I love him in this movie. But I also just love how obvious it is that they don't want to have to keep doing the face thing on the one actor, so they, yeah, just, they just keep the cutting down. And then they just I, keep I had no back. idea yeah. that army hammer was as young as he was, too. Like, that just, I was just like, holy shit, what is he like? 22 when this movie came out and then i checked i was like fuck he probably was army hammer is only like two years older than me and then what's uh, crazy is is ben and ben and john were you aware of that like when that movie came out everybody thought he was a twin like no i I, I didn't even realize that until i watched it i didn't know he played it twice yeah it um i mean people were like that was one of the big stories of oscar season was like there's actually only one army hammer so because um, Josh Pence, who <laughs> plays like Trap. <laughs> Josh Pence, who plays the the whichever Army Hammer, he was the it, the body the, double. Whichever Winklevi he's not is like listed in the credits and stuff. But um, I mean, yeah. he does yeah, have a that, cameo in a different. He does scene. have a cameo? Yes. Um, yeah, Zach, we've seen the CGI with the Parent Trap and Lindsay Lohan. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> and then um, pour one out for Lindsay Lohan, my girl, the original. She is not the original. One person who I didn't think was very good in this movie was Garfield. Andrew Garfield. I I thought he was great. Garfield the cat was in this movie? Sean, your jokes Uh, are real bad tonight. Horrible tonight. They've always been bad. I I still appreciate them, John. But yeah, they're, they're pretty fucking terrible. I think Garfield is good. But he definitely has... He's doing something that I could totally buy why it rubs you the wrong way. He he He's feels fake, the least natural of the group. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He's so much more, I feel like, over the top than these other characters. Like, even yeah. in the Well, lower it's just because scenes. the other characters have no emotions half the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> also, Justin Timberlake, what what the fuck? Like, he's so good. <laughs> See, and, like, he's the opposite he's for me. I think you'll replace like... Andrew Garfield and him, switch him around for us. <laughs> Wait, See, so but I, I think like Justin Timberlake in this, Lauren. I thought he did good, but it's like it's too Justin Timberlake. I just see him. I'm not saying he's actually like this, but I still just yeah. See Justin it's like Timberlake. it's hard to not see. Yeah, that's fair. 
I just, I think he's great. Like you said, Lauren, Rashida Jones, Dakota Johnson, Rooney Mara, just all stellar. Wish I had more of them. The score in this movie is amazing too. Like more than just the, the piano bit, which, you know, again, I'm not a smart man. There's a great, there's a great thing about the, that score, the main score. Every, throughout the movie, as like, as Zuckerberg becomes like more and more disassociated from everybody, the, the recordings of it, he kept moving the microphone further and further away from the piano mm-hmm. so that it sounds more and more muffled by the, the like the last time you hear it, it's so much more faint. Uh, it, it was just, I, I it's remember. It's supposed to be more it, isolating. It, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was really cool. We, we did not shout out Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor, by the way. I said Trent Reznor. Both great. And, well, you said Trent Reznor. We did not shout out Atticus Ross. I was, that's what I was looking they're a, they're a cohort. Oh my bad. Did he have? Was it both of them for Watchmen? Yes. Oh cool. John, go ahead. Why? Why had you? How had you not seen the Social Network? I don't know. The same thing. The same thing as Ben. I just I wasn't super interested in it, and it was also he was boycotting the whitewashing of a certain and, character. And to be fair, yeah. John only sees <laughs> about five movies a year, so <laughs> that's true. Like I I have this thing. Mostly it happens mostly with music though. But I think now looking back on it, uh, this was the case with the social network where it was just getting so much acclaim that I just felt overwhelmed by the hype. And I was like, Ugh, I don't like yeah, I don't, it always happens to me. I don't want to get let down by like super high expectations. So uh, like watching it finally. Um, yeah, like I, I mean, I just posted my letterbox review. I agree with everything you guys are saying. This is a comprehensively great movie. The acting the directing, the dialogue, the cinematography, the music, like so much. Uh, this is a complete film, but I think the thing that was missing from it for me was just like kind of like the heart at the end. Like I didn't, I didn't have as much but, of a but like. Is it, is it 10 years of Zuckerberg just proved that Sorkin saw something that was true? Like that, like we're not supposed to be. I think well, I was I felt at the end they were trying the to first make time us. I saw it. Just with his whole, no. like, he's still thinking about the girl at the end and he's alone. Yeah. Like, they're trying yeah. to make us feel bad for him, and I don't. <laughs> so. I, like, it, yeah. I don't re- anymore. This this movie does also suffer from a lot of recency bias in the sense that I think if I would have saw this with 2009 eyes, um, or 2010, so he, excuse me. He time traveled. Um, yeah. To see this movie. <laughs> um, if I would have seen it with those eyes, I would have been like, yeah, this was a guy who always, like, was a giant nerd and always felt, like, out of place, but also had, like, a chip on his shoulder and wanted to, like, prove himself. And I also can imagine, like, that kind of aspect of elitism in in the Ivy Leagues and just sort of how so many people are there because of their connections or their legacy and that sort of thing. And I can understand sort of his want and his ambition to prove himself. And sort of how this is kind of a tragedy in the sense of how he lets ambition and maybe um, unwise advisors uh, start to kind of lead him down the wrong path, almost like a Faustian type of character. But the the problem with all of this is eventually Zuckerberg did monetize his website, did leave it open for advertising, and then ended up fucking over our democracy and <laughs> wasn't able to anticipate that or wasn't able to predict that uh, i would I, both of those are conjecture 
I think he, he might I think that he's genius enough that he might have been aware of exactly what might happen. Or or arrogant enough and evil enough, if if we can use that word, to not care. Um and that's really frustrating. And so I think it's it's interesting because I I feel like I sympathize more with Andrew Garfield's character throughout all this in the sense that he's kind of he recognize like he's not this business savvy guy who's trying to take advantage of his friend who he knows is way more adept at this skill set that he doesn't have. It's that he genuinely wants to be his partner and he's genuinely a friend to him or whatever. And in the end, he ends up getting screwed over. I, I What's funny is I watching. I think that's a, a very common read the first time you watch it. I think I can't watch this movie now without looking at Eduardo as a fucking dumbass that deserved almost he didn't deserve getting cut out of the money the way the the stock deal at the end but he really did almost ruin it all (laughs) like mark is right at every turn in this movie and and granted i know there's well in all fairness eduardo had basically already been cut out of the company in what's his face is getting in so he shouldn't have to pay for this stuff (laughs) that's true i mean that's also i don't know how truthful this is just in general to what happened oh yeah yeah because mark zuckerberg I, well, like I read a quote that he said something like the only thing that they really got right was his wardrobe. Well, and that's the thing too. So like the the what was it face smash or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Um, when I was reading about that, like apparently he did both like men and women. Hmm. So yeah, I would have appreciated that in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah but I think that's like, like the so point. They're trying to make him. Whatever. They're trying to make him even worse than yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but granted, I'm not saying he's like this, you know, completely, you know, like they did it completely wrong. It's like, I mean, the guy, the like, but I just, I don't think he's like a super villain. Like they're kind of almost making him out to be. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I, I'm talking about the context of the movie. Obviously, the, the, this isn't necessarily a fact by fact you know Mm -hmm. um, representation of the movie it uh, of what actually happened but in the movie i mean eduardo i mean i i just i can't sympathize with him anymore really other than how can you say that looking at andrew garfield's face (laughs) (laughs) well he's not we gotta pull up a picture and send it yeah john do your work go to his facebook page put all the andrew garfield pictures on it i think the thing with garfield's character or i think the reason Oh, no, I know I was going to get into it. Mm-hmm. No, it, it was leading me to talk about what I love about the Mark character and why it's just so well written is that I like he is a genius. He is the smartest guy in the room. He is right at almost every turn in this movie until he isn't with his assessment of picking uh, Sean at the end over Eduardo. I but, mean, is he right with all the Rooney Mara stuff? Or oh no, no, okay, yeah, no. Okay, he's he's wrong. No, he's way wrong there too. I'm I'm saying in the like every time he like shoots across the uh, a boardroom table at somebody or is coming up with a new idea the for the site. He checks her math. Oh my god, that's that might be the best <laughs> yeah. laugh of the movie. <laughs> Let me get this. Hold on. Hold on one second. Let me uh, just double check your math. <laughs> well, the part I just it's like, do you think I'm worth your time? No. It's just yeah. like, I mean, that, you that are worth the minimum yeah. amount. Like, I'm giving you the minimum attention I possibly can. Like, wow. Like, what a fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but 
even though you feel that and you, ag- I'm agreeing with Mark at all along the way. I totally am never on his side at this point in my viewing history of watching this movie. I think that's what's so amazing about it is that you can be exhilarated by him and like even kind of feel like the fuck you attitude that he's giving to people, but also have a, such clarity on that. He's ultimately in the end, he's not a good dude. And uh, it's, I, it's just such a, an amazing portrait. And that's all the credit to Eisenberg's performance, the script, the way they edit this thing. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it it really is something else. Since we were throwing out some best lines, what what some other people got some some of their favorites? Um, I'm I, I'm six six two twenty, and there's two of me. Yeah, that's, I wrote that one down. That's a... <laughs> uh, I wrote the one that where he's just like uh, where Rooney Mara said, "You're gonna go through life thinking that girls don't like you because you're a nerd, but I want you to know from the bottom of my heart that that won't be true. It'll be because you're an asshole." <laughs> Like, that was one of my favorite lines. The one I love where she's giving him shit, like, at the restaurant. And it's just like, good luck with your video, video game. game. Yeah. Like, video game. Oh, my God. <laughs> Those two girls have never played video games before. The, in oh. the, at the house party scene. Or they were also high, just for the record. I know, but still. <laughs> what's the What's the one with their, like, they're rowing? Oh, oh, I found it here. Uh, is there any way to make this a fair fight? We could jump out and swim. We'd have to jump out and drown. <laughs> well, I could row forward and you could row back. We're genetically identical. Science say we'd stay in the same place. Yeah. <laughs> John, you were supposed to put those on Zach's Facebook wall. <laughs> oh, sorry. Like, at least pick it from a movie I like, man. I hate that movie. I'm I'm surprised the GIF worked. I didn't know GIFs worked on Facebook. I don't know what a GIF is. GIF. I'm sorry. Yeah, go fuck you in your English. <laughs> What's the what's the line where it's like one of the Winklevosses is just like the Winklevi? Winklevi, it's like why are we suing him? Like, you're gonna think he's gonna think it's stupid because we're <laughs> gentlemen of Harvard. Yeah. You thought he was the only one who was gonna think it was stupid? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of just amazing monologues in this movie too. We don't we can't requote all those. I think Mara's monologue at the end, the the final bit with which Lauren uh, topped off there is great i think i love i don't know what it is but i love 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 uh sean's scene the 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 scene where sean and zuckerberg are in the club Mm -hmm. with the victoria's secret mile i I don't just the way that's shot and it's lit and the sound design is incredible because it is so fucking loud you feel like you're in the club but you can understand every single bit of dialogue it's like amazing sound editing i will never not love imagining how it's actually shot though because like half those scenes you know the music's never really there oh yeah <laughs> so they're just like screaming at each other in a quiet room <laughs> i think timberlake yeah timberlake is just so good i love the paranoia that he plays too yeah i i, I always kind of forget how much the movie kind of does really narrow in on sean versus eduardo at the end and like just how jealous like I think that is actually Garfield at his best in this movie when he's just so oh, patently jealous one of, his, of everything with Sean. It's it's one of his. Be- Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was gonna say one of his best lines that I love is I like staying next to you, Sean. It makes oh, yeah. me feel so tough. Yeah. Like he and he says it with like this. I don't know. Like all these guys are so young in their acting career, but they pull off this sense of foreboding and like tough guy still andrew garfield though so it's like you don't look tough (laughs) (laughs) that's a that was one thing that dawned on me you know watching them like mark's talking about the final clubs did i get it right right 
Uh, final, I can't not final. Are these the how how do these differ from fraternities and sororities? It's like That's do you ever see the movie The Skulls? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay, yes, I'm caught up now. <laughs> Joshua Jackson. Joshua involved, Jackson at his finest. I haven't seen the skulls. Oh, that's right. Paul Walker was. Oh, Ben, you have to see it the skulls. It was probably awful. Such but... a terrible movie. <laughs> but at the time, when I first saw it, I genuinely enjoyed it. Again, Mark, this was a point where Mark was right when talking to Rudy Mara, but that presidents get elected over their relationships to the people in these sort of clubs. And it's it's literally drunken 20 year olds <laughs> throwing these parties and gaining all these power and it's just like how are we how how is how did this ever become a thing that decides the future of let alone our country and world uh it's it's insane uh 20 year old people are stupid that's my point well, um, and that's that's the one part that kind of makes mark zuckerberg seem likable is that there's parts of him that's so down to earth and so like isolated from that like he's not cool he's not suave he dresses in fucking jeans and a hoodie like all the time and so part of you is kind of like cheering for him because you want him to break into this secluded eliteness yeah or whatever. i never cheered for him um <laughs> yeah i'd rather much i'd i would much rather i would have been like much rather been sitting on the bed behind him coding than being at one of those parties when i was in college oh that's a, that's another thing fucking oh gosh the guy who plays Tim from Jurassic Park is yeah. in this movie. <gasps> oh my god, that is he's him! He's such a delight, <laughs> right? That's crazy. At first, at first, I thought it was the guy from that uh, NYU sketch comedy group that Donald Glover was a part of because it kind of looks Joseph the same. Mazzello. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, he, he's he's he's. I mean, he doesn't get a lot to do, but he's pretty good. He owns five percent of Facebook. <laughs> Also, I didn't realize that guy also played one of the members of Queen in Bohemian oh, yeah, Rhapsody. Right. Another Oscar movie I have yet to see. So, oh, don't. You skip that fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, though, going through the cast, like, who was, I mean, this this movie launched Rooney Mara, Garfield. Dakota J- Johnson? I, I don't think, I don't, can't think of any. I'm sure she was in something, but she was still a couple years before she broke out in the, I would say. Army Hammer for sure. Army Hammer. Jesse Eisenberg was in some stuff. He was in Zombieland before this, and Adventureland. So now, Jesse Eisenberg. I'm not was saying I'm not saying it's this, unwarranted, but, but I'm just mm-hmm. amazed that it's like such small roles for Mara and Johnson could be like such springboards. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, Rudy Mara springboarded into David Fitcher's next movie because he loved her. Oh, that's oh, true. That's right. Yeah. That's crazy. It was uh, Dragon. Yeah. Also, Rooney Mara is also the younger sister of Kate Mara, which I, I'm sure probably helps her having that kind of connection. I did not. I honestly did not know that Kate Mara and Rooney Mara were sisters. This is blowing my mind. And they have the same. They have the same last name. I'm so dumb. Oh, oh, guys. No, I forgot. She actually got her started in, in the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Yeah, but oh, no man. one saw that. I did. I like. I mean, it. I did too. But I'm still saying we no are rewatching it for the podcast this year. <laughs> oh, that's true. Thanks, are. Ben. Is that one of the ones I picked? Yeah. Fuck yes, you. Yes, you have still. You still have time to change it. <laughs> you made it. us watch Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> yeah, a, a movie made by a master filmmaker. Not that doesn't a, mean a... it's enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You could watch. You could watch my movie twice before you have to like, and it would still be faster than your movie. All right. So. Bite me. 
Speaking of people who turned down roles, Shia LaBeouf was like turned down being Mark Zuckerberg in this movie. That would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. I, I, I think I think Eisenberg's the right choice. Yeah, I think too. Yeah, but and LaBeouf, but I think LaBeouf's LaBeouf career, you know, only went up after such classics like what the fucking Crystal Skull holes. Ugh. Shia LaBeouf is a fantastic actor. He is, Let's but he on. like he often picks shit movies. He's picked plenty of good I, ones. He was great in what was the movie with the tank? Fury. Oh, Fury! Yeah. I that got sucked into that on cable. Over he was. The col- I, I mean, the like, break. and I'm not saying I don't like Shia LaBeouf. Like last year, uh, um, I was gonna say, you and I even like two of the Transformers movies. He just wants okay. To, to be fair, I like Skull. one That's of the Transformers movies that Shia LaBeouf is in. There's two good Shia LaBeouf Transformers. Movies. There is one good Shia LaBeouf Transformers movie, one mediocre, and then three just. Uh, oh okay, no! He's be, only in three honest. of them. Yeah, so there's one. Yeah. Oh, I like Disturbia. That's a movie he's in. I watched that for the first time recently. You, Pretty good. I haven't seen it in a while. Whenever I you see a Transformers movie on TV, you are forced to watch. He was it. also, and it's terrible. But you're like, but you're like, I guess Did I gotta do this now. you ever see the most recent one, John? He's also in Constantine. The oh, last night. Right. Well, I was about to say I Constantine. Like <laughs> I did see the last night. I never. I haven't seen Bumblebee. Well, yet. Constantine is like that's worth watching just for Peter Stormare's version of Satan, like that. Well, Constantine was. That's good. another. That's another movie. So good. All right, we're, we're getting sidetracked. Before we move on, back into. Before we move back into also no, but Tilda Swinton's amazing as Gabriel. She's amazing Constance, as yes. everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, Tilda Swinton, amazing. Check. I think like the reason people didn't like Constantine is it just wasn't a lot like the comics, but it's still really good. People are stupid. It has uh, Keanu Reeves in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if that Keanu movie Reeves came out, the if they re-released, the if they re-released movie. Constantine today. That movie would probably make more money. Yeah, like, don't even Keanu change songs. anything. Yeah. Like, everybody that's in that is a bigger Rachel deal Rachel Weisz is and... in it. Yeah. Twice. Jumo Hunsu. I said that completely When did wrong. Constantine come out? When are we doing the flashback on Constantine? It's probably past. <laughs> Fuck it. This is a Constantine episode. That's how you spell Constantine. 2005. So we have five years. God damn it. Gotta listen to John for five more years. Um, he won't still be John, here by then. The Last Night. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'll be dead. Yeah, or, or one of sleep. us has killed you. <laughs> John, Transformers: yeah. The Last Night, worth watching just because of the robot butler. True or false? Oh God, guys, I'm gonna have to go with Zach. On <laughs> okay. this one. That's all we need to know. Cog- just the fact that his name is Cogsworth. Cogsworth. I think just every I... every time Anthony Hopkins says it, I'm like, oh God. <laughs> so fucking dumb <laughs> and it's alan tunic though as well oh no it's not alan tunic i'm sorry it's one of the guys shoot what's that guy's name it's one of the guys from downton abbey yeah because there's oh, only I like forget. two or three of those regardless it's hilarious yeah not worth it for like a two and a half hour slog not not doing it i mean is it at least john, better john confirmed it it's true one? um i don't think it was I think I think I enjoyed the fourth one more than the fifth. Oh, the fifth first one, one was the, that last night just goes completely well, we off should, the fucking. We can rails. all agree that Bumblebee is the best. That's not it's true. Overrated. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> you guys are so wrong. Uh, no, nope. um, okay, it's fine. Oh, yeah, no, oh, my mistake. 
1985 classic is the best of the bunch. No, it's we're not talking live action. Was 85 live action? No, <laughs> no, it was. That was a cartoon. Animated. Was it 85? Spoiler: Optimus Pride dies. How dare they? <laughs> That's never happened before. Uh, it's the social network. Like 80 times. Anybody got anything else they want to share on this one? Um, I just want to say this random fact: the total okay. footage shot was 268 hours. Oh God. That's crazy. That first scene that we love so much took 99 takes. I know. This That's would insane. have been like, I can't imagine shooting this film. It would be awful. That's just that's just Fincher for you. Yeah, that sounds crazy. Aziz Ansari tried out, tried out, auditioned to play. Uh, what was his name? Divya. Uh, yeah. Could you just imagine all those lines? He stole our website. I know. What? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, What's his face Shia is turning in a pretty close and uh, Aziz Ansari together in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot fincher would have ground him down into um lifeless uh people that are giving out the lines dakota johnson just put her in more stuff mm-hmm. put her in everything guys i have no problem with that some fun facts this was my number five film the year it came out i had it at number five i would now that's put shocking. it at number what was one. above it uh above it never let me go Ooh. toy story three Black Swan and Inception. So you'd put this movie above Black Swan. Mm-hmm. Wow. 2010's got some strong rep. The rest of my top 10 that year. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. The American. Exit through the Gitch. Wait, wait, shop. So can, can you start can you start again with your top ten from 2010? Okay, my top ten was Inception, Black Swan, Toy Story 3, Never Let Me Go, Social Network, Scott Pilgrim, The American. Exit through the gift shop, rabbit hole, and Shutter Island. We're watching at least two of these, right? For the podcast. Uh, did I pick Exit through the gift shop? I think for so, it? and I picked um, okay. Never Let Me Go. That okay. reminds me. Did I pick Inception? Oh, did someone pick that? I don't know. We might not have picked Inception. I should. This is like us. That's not a reminder to watch Shutter Island. <laughs> it's on oh. HBO right now, I think. Ben, you still haven't seen Shutter Island? Nope. I almost we talked that. about this. We talked about this like a couple episodes ago. I'm go- I I believe you. That was the movie that I didn't it, know man. how it ended for a while because the projection cut out like five minutes to go, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a big ending. <laughs> My number eleven was the King's Speech, the uh, Oscar winner of that year. There's no way this movie is better than Black Swan. Black Swan. And I've only seen one scene in Black Swan. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, uh, we're doing Scott Pilgrim. We are doing uh, inner th- or exit through the gift shop. Never let me go. Yeah, those, uh, and then the social. Network. Scott Pilgrim was in your top ten, Zach. It's in my top. Like Z- John, it's in my top thirty movies of all time. It's it's so good. Uh, it's it's okay. Your it's good. It's it's, it's lessened a little bit for me over time, just because of it, certain characters, but. Did, did none of you guys read the manga? I no, I read. I had fully read all. I of have it an audi- I, saw or, the movie. I have a signed oh, copy yeah. that yeah, I got at Comic Con twenty ten. I saw the movie at Comic Con. I am no, the sixth one had come you. out right before the movie it came did. out. I'm pretty sure it did because I got oh, okay, it signed. Gotcha. I forgot, but they, but they, but they didn't know the ending to the book before they. No, wrote they the they only episode. knew the outline for the third through the third book, I believe, when they wrote the no, movie. I think I think the. Th- Okay. Weren't the first three out and post? Maybe you're the right. Three, past Maybe the that's three, right. I think is that. Regardless, the ending to the book was so well, much I mean, better. The movie they, gets there's... super rushed, so. Yeah, the Brian Leo. Well, let's talk about that on our Scott we Pilgrim shall. podcast. 
John, Ben and I already discussed Scott Pilgrim the versus the world on the Decades Best podcast. Go take a listen. What's our next movie? Are we doing the new release next week or is that a couple weeks away? Um, let's see. We are doing Snatch. Okay. And that is to be timed with that movie. Look at Zach in the synergy. Next week, we are flashing back to 2000 to discuss who picked this movie for us. Ben? Mm-hmm. Ben's pick for that year, one of his picks for that year, which is the Guy Ritchie directed Snatch. This was his follow-up to um, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. No, no, no. Snatch came first, I thought. That is incorrect. Uh, it stars Jason Snatham, Brad Pitt, and a bunch of other British people. Um, this is going to be doubling with our our new release review the week after that, which is Guy Ritchie's latest, The Gentleman, which is his return to the British crime gangster genre. Snatch was after Lockstock. Is that what you said? Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. John told me I was wrong, but I gotcha, didn't gotcha. even bother to check because I knew I was right. It was 98. The last, what was the name of the revolver? No. There was a revolver. And that was Guy Ritchie directed? I don't mm-hmm. think I saw that one. What was the What was the Jared Butler one, though? Gerald Butler. Gerard? Gerard. There you go. Uh Oh, that really obnoxious one. I like that one, though. I hated though. it. What was it? Are we sure he did it? I don't see it on this list. I'm almost positive he did that movie. Oh, Rock and Rolla. Rock and Rolla. I, hate, I think that was the one I hate. That was thinking, his last entry. Is that the one this... that like involved murder with a carrot or something? <laughs> I have I don't remember anything about it other than I remember enjoying it as a Wait. throwback to the genre. Okay, no, it wasn't Gerard Butler. It was um gosh, what's his name? I'll have to look it up. It's not him. Um, this was also a collaboration, one of I think they only did two, with Matthew Vaughn was um uh, of Kingsman and Kickass fame was the producer on Lock, Stock, and Snatch. Uh, they were uh, quite the team um, back in the day. And then uh, Matthew Vaughn branched out and did his own, uh, starting with the excellent British crime drama. Fuck. What is it? What's the Daniel Craig one? Um, Shoot him up. Cake. That was the movie I was thinking of. Layer Cake. Layer Cake. Shoot him up. That's yeah. Oh, Layer Cake. I really like Layer yeah, Cake. Yeah, Layer Cake's great. That movie gave kind of gave us Daniel Craig. Uh, he also had done some other movies, as we previously discussed on this podcast, I believe. When John tried to tell us some movie gave us Bond. Oh, Knives Out podcast. Uh, check out that Daniel he Craig conversation. You did The Man from Uncle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking Man from Uncle. What a great fucking movie. <clears throat> and then he did that King Arthur, which was just. You did what? Oh, you did King Arthur, which was, which was fun. Terrible. It was just fun for a while. Atrocious. Um, then he did Aladdin. Not fun. Oh, wow, this is a oh, colorful fuck. That's, list. That's on Disney Plus now, so I have like. No I know, I was about to watch, watch it. <laughs> so I'm excited to see Guy Ritchie back in the genre that made him popular. I, did somebody say something? I cut them off or no? No. Just that we were thinking okay. about watching Aladdin because it's on Disney Plus right now. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm not not sorry. I'm not excited to do that, but I know I probably should. Ugh. I mean, you don't have to. Yeah, but I'm only like ninety percent sure that Will Smith and like everything in it is fucking terrible. I mean, I I'm I'm watching it because the spectacle looks really fun, and I like Will? Naomi Scott. Naomi Scott. The Naomi movie's Smith. not oh. terrible. It's just pointless. didn't you give it like one and a half stars? No, he liked it. No, I didn't like. I it. I thought you liked it. No, it's a pointless exercise of filmmaking. 
but it was not it wasn't I it mean, wasn't not as much as Lion King. Zach gave it a star and a half. Yeah. Oh, why I is, liked it. No one else why did. is this so long? Why is Will Smith playing the genie the way he is? Why can't they give Jasmine more to do? Why is there only one chamber in the Cave of Wonders? <laughs> okay, maybe I wasn't as high on it as I thought I was. These are these are important questions you're asking, Zach. <laughs> give that Man, a, give that review a like on Letterboxd. Cave of Wonders thing now. <laughs> yeah, I might as well. <laughs> you're there. It. You might as well. Um, so yeah, next two weeks, a couple Guy Ritchie films, a flashback, and a new release. And then we'll be off to almost February, I believe. Uh, when we don't know what's coming then. Um, yeah. It looks like we will be doing uh, Birds, oh, Birds of Pride, probably. probably. Yeah. Woo! And the fabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Is that Fantabulous the emancipation. I was going to say that. I'm never going to remember that uh, that whole title. That's a, I actually posted a review of it on Letterboxd. It's not scored. It's just, it says, now that's a five-star uh, title right there. You're one of right those there. people. Yeah. <laughs> we shame people like you on this podcast. Yeah, we do. Until then, I'm Zach Oldenburg. You can find me wherever you can find at Zach Oldenburg. You can find us at middlerow.com. Rate and review the podcast. It helps, apparently. And, uh, yeah. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at the Grigsby Bear. And you can find all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. I'm Jonathan Rahul. You can follow me on Twitter at another Rahul J. You can also follow us on Twitter at Middle of Row. And I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees, and you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Thanks for listening. Go watch Snatch, and remember, the best seats are in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm.